Amen, 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 amen. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody, everybody, United States, amen, DFW, Texas, Chicago, over there in Miami, what's up? Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody over in the whole world. You over in Finland, you over in Ukraine, you in Russia, you in Germany, you over there in Taiwan, you over there in China. What's up, friends? God bless you, God bless you, everybody, Louisiana. What is up? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bayou. Oh my goodness. What's up, Alabama and Mississippi? What is up, Canada? God bless you. Glory to God. Hallelujah to everybody over there in Africa. What's up? Good morning. My name is Kathy Brooks, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGRadio.com. WKKP Digital Broadcasting on the 107.4 FM dial. Oh, yeah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. All glory and honor and power and praise be unto your name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We're doing the show today, y'all. And today, we're going to talk about some about some good guys and the bad guys. Glory to God. We're going to... Um, talk about the we're gonna put on the whole armor of god and we're gonna talk about them talk about the ananiasis of the world amen good cop bad cat <laughs> oh glory to god but first we'll open up in prayer thank you heavenly father for this day we thank you lord god for your peace your strength your love your hope your joy we come to you lord god through the shed blood of your son jesus christ and we just want to say thank you. Lord, you are worthy. I know we said we say that every day. But praise does belong to you. And I just thank you, Lord God, that you wake me up and give me the energy to say thank you, to say good morning. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Jehovah God. Good morning, Holy Ghost. Amen, 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 amen. Glory to God. You're like, we can do a little bit better than that. All right, all right, all right. So normally you count down three, two, one. All right, so we're going to say it like this. Good morning, Holy Ghost. Good morning, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The one and only. There is only one God, the creator. He is the I am. He is the head. He is the apex. He is the top. He made it all. He's the healer and the way maker. He's he's the he's the corrector. He's the father. He's the husband. He is love. Good morning, the Lord God. I am Jehovah, the great I am. Good morning. Good morning, Lord God, Adonai. Jehovah, Adonai. Amen, amen. (laughs) 
Oh, glory to God. I have to say that because a lot of people don't know that his name is I Am. But it is. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Good morning, Lord. Amen, amen. Y'all like, where is that in the scriptures where you say the Lord's name is I Am? I knew you would ask that. But considering I just decided to do the boxing intro. <laughs> Uh, I got to go pull it up for you. Amen. Glory to God. Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. We are uh, we putting on the whole armor of God. And now while I am looking for this. Pardon me. The I is a noun. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. One second. I'm going to find it and I'll probably bring it. I'll probably show it to you later because... (laughs) Uh, all right, hold on. I got a lot of this saying him saying, I am the Lord, and he is the Lord. It's just that he calls himself, well, he, he literally gave himself the name, I am. <laughs> all right, all right, so anyway, while I'm looking for that. We're going to put on the whole armor of God. We're going to first start off with the book of Luke. And, uh, oh God. We're going to start off with the book of Luke. Ah, I can't believe I just did that. And Luke 24, 45. Um, let me see here. Like Kathy, you kind of messed that up because you're going back and forth. Yeah, well, we'll get over it. <laughs> All right. Um, here's one for you. First Peter, it says, um, because it is written, be ye holy for uh be ye holy for I am holy, but that's in reference to who he is. But I'll find it and I'll put it up. I'm gonna put it up on the website now. But I just read it. <laughs> you know how you go over stuff and you read stuff and then you forget where it's at. I did one of those, but I was thinking about them so much. You're like, I was. You're listening to LUTGRadio.com as I fumble through these um scriptures. And oh, okay. As I move my fingers on the keyboard, Amen. Looking for these scriptures, but right now. Uh, we're going to put on the whole armor of God. Uh, but God is good. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, here we go. We are in the book of Luke twenty four forty five. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. I'm moving on from that. I ain't slick. I'm just me. 
I try and make it interesting for y'all. But to me, I get excited by reading the word. I just be hoping that y'all get excited. Y'all see all the action and stuff up in here and see God moving. God is like victorious, baby. Boom, 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 boom. Glory to God. All right. uh, Ephesians chapter six, verse 10 uh, through 17. God is like, um, how can I put it? Remember when the Holy Field beat Mike Tyson, but Mike Tyson bit off a chunk of his ear. Mike Tyson at the time that he fought Holyfield was not in the best of shape, right? He didn't believe and he didn't he didn't prepare for it because he's like, ah, I can knock anybody out with one punch. But you cannot knock out the anointing of God. So God was with Holyfield when he was in that fight. Holyfield was training like I'm a fighting the world champion. And so Holyfield had respect for Mike Tyson's position, right? Like, yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm going to prepare for this. I'm going to prepare for this. And so he was praying and believing and praying and believing. And God was in the ring with him, right? God in the ring with him. God in the ring with both of them. But one took it serious and the other one didn't. <laughs> I mean, I don't know the ends are out of boxing, but we're just when you look at it, um, you know. And so anyway, uh, <laughs> Holyfield got victory. And so God always takes your life seriously. He's never going to sit back and eat a bunch of cookies on you and get fat, meaning just start dwelling in sin and watch you fall over or watch you get beat. You know what I'm saying? He ain't going to sit back and watch you get beat. He like, yo, you in it? I'm in it. I'm in it. You in it. Come on. Let's go. I got you. And he expects you to say, I'm right here, Lord. Like, we'd be like, Jesus, I want to go. Where you going? Where you going, Jesus? I want to go. Yeah, I've said that to one of your big brothers or sisters. They going somewhere. And you know, whenever you hang out with them, you have you enjoy yourself. You just enjoy yourself immensely. Why? Because they be around a lot of people with a lot of music and food. And it'd be so much to do. Oh, my goodness. You're like, I want to go. I want to go. No, no, man. You can't go this time. I want to go. I want to go. And then so you sneak up behind them where they're going. And then when you realize where they were going, you probably shouldn't go. <laughs> Jesus didn't have a problem with his people following him. He just said, hey, some places you can go with me right now. And then some places, you know, you can't go exactly. But I'm going to go prepare a place for you. And then I'm going to be like, yo, come on. When he say, yo, come on, that means give up the ghost. Come on. Come on home. I got your mansion for you. You ready? It's ready for you. Your mansion ain't never really ready until you ready. Your mansion ain't it 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 ain't complete until you ready. Jesus is always making something better. I just imagine he done built the thing, but he's still doing his final touches on your stuff. Bam, bam, bam. They gonna like this. Ooh, they just bought that down there. Okay, okay. Let me put this up there. Bam, bam. That's just me. That's what I. That's what I believe. I believe that when our mansion is ready, I believe it's waiting on us, and I believe Jesus is doing his final touches. I believe that when we ready, is ready. Is ready for us to move on in. And Jesus be like, "Come on, come on, come on." <laughs> Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 17. You got it? Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. 
Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in the high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Verse uh, 18 and 19. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints and for me. Whoa. That utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make uh, known the mystery of the gospel. Amen. Amen. Uh, go with me and verse 24. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. It's important that we love God in sincerity, like for real. Amen. Like for real, for real. Glory to God. Go with me to Numbers chapter 6. And my interlude is this. Thank you, Jesus. Number 624 through 27. Pull it up. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-mm, uh, uh, uh. Thank you, Jesus. All right, so here we go. Uh, Numbers uh, chapter 6, verse 24. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee. And be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Alrighty. Amen. I like that. You're listening to LUTG Radio, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting, 107.4 FM on your dial. And um, go with me to Psalms 91. Amen. All right, Psalms 91. We put on the whole armor of God, just in case you guys just tuned in. And we put on the whole armor of God just to, uh, it's like putting on an overcoat before you go outside. All right. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth should be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand... A thousand shall fall at thy side. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. 
There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. I'm believing that. Yes, I do. I believe that. Isaiah 54, verse 13. Isaiah 54, 13. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. And righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together against thee. Uh, behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that blow up the coals in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We just put on the whole armor of God. Amen, 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 amen. And so, um, you're listening to LUTG Radio. Uh, on uh, 107.4 FM and LUTGradio.com as well as um, Internet Radio, um, Anchor FM, Internet-Radio. Um, it's part of Shoutcast and the Shoutcast directory. Um, so I just want you to be able to find a radio station. Amen. And we're on uh, Anchor.fm, um, which also distributes through Spotify. They own Anchor FM now. So congratulations. That's been a while. I found out, uh, believe it or not, I found out today that someone uh, I, that I play on the radio and uh, on the TV app, uh, that she passed away. I didn't know. Now, funny thing is, before she passed, I had a feeling that she was going to pass. I just had that feeling. And around about the time that she did pass, nobody told me, but I still had a feeling. But... um. I, I, it's so weird. I thought I had written her a letter in a email and that I had gotten some response back, but I'm thinking now I'm going to have to go back and check the dates that, <clears throat> um, I might've written that thing beforehand. And so, uh, anyway, um, anyway, um, I get the, I get a, I've been seeing visions of things. And as you know, I see things ahead. Um, oftentimes I don't know what it is. Um, and we're not off track. We're still going to talk about the Ananiases. I call it, let me see here what I call it. I call him a thief. I mean, I call him the, the thief and the faithful, but I actually gave it a title. <laughs> uh, the Ananiases. And the thing about the Ananiases is, is the word of God is on the, is, is the same in each and every one of us. The word of God is the exact same in each and every one of us. Did you know that? 
The word of God is the exact same in each and every one of us. It's the same. Anyway, um, so I was thinking about that person because, you know, lots of people that were important to me or, you know, I had some sort of camaraderie with, maybe not super close, but um, I had some kind of camaraderie with. I um, I just appreciated them. And, you know, I would listen and listen to the sermons and I would really appreciate what she was doing. I actually forgot how old she was. I didn't even realize that she was old as, as she was because she looked 50. <laughs> she looked like she was about my age, you know, when I first met her. And so I ain't know. I ain't have a clue. And so anyway, so she passed on. I saw a dedication video to her. And I'm like, man, didn't nobody even tell me. But she probably she had thousands of fans and thousands of people. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, And so I'm not in Chicago anymore. And so I was at Pastor Diane. She passed away in 2021 um, on August 1st. So she went home to the Lord. Now, the difference between dead and passing on is passing on is you transition to the Lord God Almighty. Dead is you transition away from God and you go to hell. Two differences. I'm going to Jesus. I can tell you that now. Anyway. Um, I've been having like these weird visions and dreams. I've been seeing also, okay. So like before the war broke out in Ukraine, I had this image. I I heard in the spirit, the children are dying. The children are dying. The children are dying. And it was a demon spirit and he was laughing. I kid you not. He was laughing. The children are dying. <laughs> the children are dying. <laughs> the children are dying. <laughs> Wait, I did it three times, but I think I only heard it twice. Anyway, it was weird. And I woke up. I was like, man, that's that's just strange. And so, of course, you know me. I get in protective mode. I start calling people. I'm writing. I'm calling folks. I'm like, y'all right, y'all right, y'all right. I'm praying to God. I, you know, I was praying, calling, praying, calling. And then I realized, oh, my God, I'm acting like Job. <laughs> Why? Because you're supposed to pray and let God handle it. I was praying and then I would go pick up the phone and y'all all right, y'all all right, y'all all right. Everybody all right, all right, all right. Okay then, all right now. Well, all right, all right, all right. You got the word, you you still in faith? Okay now. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm checking on the little shorties. Checking on the little shorties and I'm like, man, what's up, what's up, little shorties? Cause I love, I love, I love kids. And I think that, I think they're a gift. When you, when God blesses you with that gift, it is your responsibility to mature them to the love of God. Right. And so, uh, anyway, um, I ain't got no kids though. So I've never given birth to a child. Um, but anyway, um, so she passed away. And so I still got her sermons up here. And then I kept hearing things like, well, you know, don't, you know, don't play her material. The devil is a lie. I'm going to play it. Um, you know, um, her and a few other pastors, they supported Trump. Some of them were Republicans. They supported Trump because he was a Republican. They were a Republican. 
And they believed in him because they would pray for him. But so did a lot of other people. When you're Democrat, you pray for Democrats. You pray for Republicans too, but you know, you vote Democrat and you pray for Democrats. When you're Republican, you vote Republican, you pray for Republicans. But I say, can't neither a Democrat nor a Republican get you into heaven. Only Jesus can. So just pray for everybody in one swoop. Don't pray for them by their political affiliations. Pray for them. I have prayed for Trump and I still pray for Trump. I'm, I don't really care for his politics. I don't like what he did. But I still pray for everybody. Everybody. The president, the vice president, everybody from the top on down. Right, left, top, everybody. So when you're praying, when you're praying, don't exclude anybody. Don't exclude the blessings because when you pray hate, you reap hate. But when you pray love, you reap love. That don't mean that God won't give you wisdom. That just means, you know, you're hearing from God. And speaking of hearing from God, I ain't forgot. We still talking about these Ananias folks. They crazy. But <laughs> you're listening to LUTGRadio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. And so um, what I say all that to say is I, I, I was kind of taken. I was a little shocked to see. That she had passed away. I don't even know why I was shocked because I knew that it was coming. But you, you know how you know when stuff is coming, but you still not ready. You still, you are just not ready. You know it's coming. And so sometimes being able to see ahead is not always the most pleasant thing because when you know it's coming and you try and prepare for, it, you try and brace for it, you still don't prepare. So. Instead of trying to brace yourself, just pray. Because I remember praying for her. Because I looked at her like, man, Lord, she looks sick. And so I started praying for her and she, you know, got a little bit better. But anyway. So Pastor Diane, what's up, girl? (laughs) She preferred people to call her Diane. What is up, Diane? What's up? I'm so glad you're in heaven. Um, Hey. (laughs) Say what's up. I mean, I, I'm going to see you in heaven for sure. Glory to God. I'll be with Jesus. You with Jesus. Amen. Favorite of the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. I'll see you later. So, today we're talking about the Ananias. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm taking two of them in particular. I called it the three Ananias because there was three different attitudes that was going on here. And um, at first I thought it was three. To be honest with you, I still think it may be three. But I thought that there was a bit of an attitude change. So I just call it like the the three attitudes of Ananias because they got the exact same spelling. You know how you spell a name? Like my name, Kathy, can be spelled with a C, a K, or a C at the beginning, an I at the end, or a K at the beginning, an I at the end, or a Y at the end. And some people just go real crazy and they just start just doing all kinds of whatever. Some people name the kids Pathy, Lathy. I'm like, no, dude, it's Kathy. Anyway, but they do all kinds of things because of what they ear here. But Kathy is C is K A T H Y, or it could be C A T H I, or C A T H E, or C A T H Y, 
or C-A-T-H-I-E or K-A-T-H-I-E. It's all kinds of different spellings, right? But for these people, they all named their kids A-N-A-N-I-A-S. No change, no difference in the spelling. It was all A-A-N, A-N-A, Anna, A-N-A, N-I-A-S, Ananias. So I was straight tripping, right? Now, we got to go back a little bit further. Because the spirit of Ananias did not begin with Ananias. Oh, no. Guess who it began with? Guess who? Guess who? You know, you know. You know, you know. <laughs> Let's get over over to the book of Genesis chapter 4. Starting off with verse 6, it says, And the Lord God, and the Lord said unto Cain, why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire. And thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talketh with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass. When they were in the field, Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. See, God had already told him, yo, Cain, watch out. Sin is at the door. Now, that's what I should have really named is sin is at the door. But this is about the Ananiases and how sin is at that was at their door. And some of you may be experiencing this. Well, sin is at your door. You're like, well, how do you know? Oh, good question. So the question is, why? The question is, why do you sin when God is with you? Why would God say sin is at the door? You are right. You stay. Cain was right in front of Jesus's face. Cain was right there. Look at him eye to eye. Right in his face. Just like, what's up, Jesus? Cain was so close to Jesus, he could like touch noses. What's up, Jesus? How you doing, bro? Hey, I love you. For real. I love you. And Jesus like, do you really? Do you really, bro? Can I even call you, bro? <laughs> so why would we sin when we are standing right there with Jesus? Jesus is right there with us. Because sin is at the door. You're like, what? Because the because of the words you speak, you know how you be. Look, Cain was out. <laughs> Cain was out there like, yo, I'm gonna go ahead and get this ground, I'm gonna get these vegetables up, boom, 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 get my fruit, everything, make my table look good. Boom. God, Jesus ain't gonna eat this anyway. Look, God's a spirit. Jesus, I mean, Jesus got plenty. He don't really need this. Look. I'm going to go ahead and do that. I'm going to do I'm going to fix my table first and then I'm going to give him what's left over, whatever. That's the stuff you say in private. You in private. Now, Jesus ain't bothered to look in on him and look and see what he was saying. He need to. He can hear his heart speaking. But you know, he was trying to minister to him. He was trying. In, in Genesis 4 through 6, 4 and 6, he, in 7, he, he ministered to, to, to Cain. But it's the words you say in private to yourself that makes the difference. See, the, because of the words you speak and the process and the words you speak to yourself and process with your hands 
for your life. That's what seeing lies at the door. Because you telling yourself, man, I'm gonna go jack that dude up. Man, I ain't giving him nothing. They ain't my family, man. Pfft. They ain't my brother or sister. That's my cousin. That's my 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 uncle's daughter's sister's brother's child. I don't owe them nothing. I ain't giving them none. Man, I'm gonna divide up this inheritance between my family. I don't owe them none. Man, you know what I went through throughout my life? I ain't giving nobody nothing. Sin is lying at your door. Man, look, I'm stronger. I got more muscle. I need to eat more. You, you just a kid. Go, just go get a piece of bread. You don't, man, go drink some water. You fat anyway, go drink some water. Imagine a grown man taking food out of a child's mouth because they got bigger muscles and they need more food, but the child don't even get a morsel of food. (laughs) Sin is lying at the door. The words you speak to yourself to console yourself, to tell you that it is okay to mistreat God, to mistreat others. Those are your hands at work. Is what you what you say will pro, will start the process of your hands working. Your life is an extension of God. To give an offering is like pulling on the string that rings the bell of a door, telling and God, you telling God you have a gift for Him, and to open a door to receive it. The door is His heart. Open the door to your heart and receive this gift. But if sin is at your door. If sin is already at your door going, knock, 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 knock. If sin is at your door going, knock, knock, then you bringing sin to his door. God ain't opening that door. He ain't receiving you into his heart. Why? Bringing, coming to God with sin at your door is like walking through mud and trying to walk through somebody's house with a white carpet. And they got white carpet on the floor. You gonna mess that up. You gonna mess it up. So Jesus was sitting up there trying to correct Cain. He only corrects those that he loved. The fact that he even tried to correct Cain. I'm like, man, that's real good. You tried to correct Cain. You tell him, bro, it's what you saying when you ain't around me. When you ain't around your brother and you getting all jealous. It's what you saying. Is what you 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 are agreeing with the devil, and he's straight up trying to kill your butt. Watch your words. Watch what you say to yourself. When when you get correction from God, that's love. When you wrath is for the unrepentant heart. When you get God's wrath, that's for an unrepentant heart. Sin is lying at the door. Sin is lying at the door. Now, we're going on to the Ananiases. The Ananiases. These bros are straight up a trip, right? So the first one. I'm in the book of Acts chapter 1. It says, But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, those pretty names his wife 
sold a possession. Now, this is important. They owned something and they sold it. Whether it was real estate, a bicycle, an expensive carpet, it could have been a stick of gum. They sold a possession and kept back part of the price. So let's say they sold a house for a dollar. And they sold a house for a dollar, but they kept back part of the price. So then they said, well, we didn't sell it for a dollar. We sold it for 80 cents. 80 cents? You kept back 20 cents? Okay, here we go. And they kept back part of the price. His wife also being privy to it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. So what's happening here? They kept back part of the price. And then they went and put the tithe of the 80 cents instead of the tithe of the $1. So instead of giving 10 cents as a tithe, they gave 8 cents. And most people think, oh, that's that's only two cents. Ain't no big deal. Whatever. They, the church ain't going to die for not getting two cents. That's your average person thinking. Sin is at your door. The problem wasn't the fact that they took part of that. They lied about the price of what they purchased and they gave less of a tithe. That wasn't a problem. The problem is they laid a lie before the feet of the apostle. The feet of the apostles are ordered by God. So when they lied to the apostle, they lied to God. That's a problem. They put a lie. They put perversion. They put a, they put sin at the feet of God. That's the problem. Verse three. But Peter said, Ananias, why have Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land. Now what he's really saying is Ananias, why did you open a door to sin? Sin was lying at your door and you opened it. Why didn't you repent right then and there? You know the truth, you know the word. Why did you not repent? You can be in the church but not hold tight to the word that's on the inside of you. The word, the revelation is being spoken on the pulpit. You could be in the church filling up a seat but ain't really, you ain't living what you hearing. You ain't living the truth. That's a lack of reverence for God. That's like, oh God, you know, he seemed good and everything. I just want to be in the atmosphere of God and the atmosphere is God's people. I don't necessarily want to do what Jesus did or do what his disciples did. I just want the atmosphere, you know, because it's good business. You just want to be around God's people because it's good business. You, so you pretend to be pious. You pretend to be reverent. And well, pretenders get a pretender's outcome. Verse four. While it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not in thine own power, what hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. 
And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost. And great fear came on all them that heard these things. And the young men arose, wound him up, and carried him out and buried him. Wow. Here comes his wife. Verse 7. And it was about the space of three hours after his wife, after when his wife, not knowing what was done, came in. Now, it it shouldn't matter whether or not she knew what was done. She knew what was true. She should have told the truth. Sometimes spouses will stick together to their own hurt. When you know your spouse is doing something wrong, don't get in with it. Get out. Say, no, we ain't going down that road. We're going to stay in truth. And Peter answered unto her, tell me whether ye sold the land for so much. And he said, yea, for so much. Then Peter said unto her, how is it that ye have agreed together to tempt the spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are at the door and shall carry thee out. Then fell she down straightway at his feet and yielded up the ghost. And the young men came in and found her dead and carrying her forth, buried her by her husband. They both gave up the ghost and went to hell. They lied to God, both of them. They chose to lie. Did you know that she didn't even ask where was her husband? Not once did she say, where's my husband? Not once. Not once did either one of them take the opportunity to repent. They were in the midst of judgment and they couldn't even speak for themselves. That's what it's going to like. That's what it's going to be like in heaven. If you are living a life that is not holy unto God, if you are living a sinful life and when you go before God, you go for judgment. Instead of being judged for righteousness, meaning forgiven of your sins, you'll be judged for judgment. You'll be judged for sin. And you won't be able to defend yourself. The righteous don't defend themselves and the unrighteous don't defend themselves. You can't defend yourself in heaven. There's two people in heaven or two, two spirits in heaven that speak for you. For the righteous, it's the blood of Jesus, the Lord Jesus. The blood of Jesus will speak for you, for the righteous. For the unrighteous, the accuser, Satan, speaks on your behalf and it ain't for you to be in heaven is accusation after accusation after accusation the same accusations that he's spreading up there now while you alive is just compounding when you die because even though you know you should be with christ you keep running away and you think it's funny well i was running from god why? Why? Why do you think that's fun? It's not fun to run from God. God paid a price for your life. And Jesus is trying to make sure you stay, you stay straight. 
Um, so we got the thief, Ananias the thief. Go with me to Acts verse uh, 9, verses 9 through 11. It says, and he was three days without sight. This is Paul. Because he's running around killing folks and Jesus met him on the road to Damascus. Neither did eat nor drink. There was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision. Ananias. And he said, behold, I am here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, arise and go to the street, which is called straight and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. Behold, he prayeth for it says for behold, he prayeth verse 12. And have seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he have done to thy saints at Jerusalem. <coughs> and here he hath authority from the chief priests to bind all that call that call on thy name. Glory to God. Amen. So Ananias is pleading his case. He like, look, Lord, I don't want to go pray for him. Nope, not even a little. But the Lord said unto him, go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me. To bear my name before the Gentiles and the kings and the children of Israel. So what the enemy meant for the bad of the body of Christ, God is going to flip that and turn it around for his good. God is going to be glorified. So Saul became Paul. Um, For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And so the same punishment that Saul was given all those disciples, God is going to make him go through it so that he can see how good God is and why they were willing to take the risk of preaching the gospel, knowing that that Saul was coming to throng them. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on him, said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, had, uh, that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest, have sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. And immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales and he received sight forthwith and arose and was baptized. Glory to God. And when he had received meat, he was strengthened. Then was Saul certain days with the disciples, which were at Damascus. And straightway he preached Christ in a synagogue that he is the son of God. So now he, he flipped the script and now he's saying, okay, this is real. They were right. I was wrong. Jesus is the son of God. He just healed me. I had an encounter with the Lord. I had an encounter with the Lord. 
Now, when you go and read, now see, that was Ananias the faithful. Even though he did not agree with God, he like, God, do you know who that is? This is the same dude that's been killing all my friends and my and your disciples. He like, your disciples, God. Been killing my friends. He see us and he just want to straight jack us. We talk about you and he want to straight jack us. He like, God, are you for sure you want to save him? God's like, yeah, I'm going to use him. I'm going to use him. I got to show him the goodness of God. Because he think he helping my father, but I got to use him. I got to make him understand. And so you go on and read between uh, Acts 22 through 24. You see uh, Saul who became Paul, Saul of Tarsus who became Paul, the Roman. Um, he uh, went through a whole lot. Uh, he was eventually killed uh, by some Jews. Go with me to Acts 22, verse 11 through 13. It says, and when I cannot see for the glory of that light being led by the hand of them that were with me, I came into Damascus and one uh, Ananias, devout man, according to the law, leaving a good report of all the Jews which dwelt there, came unto me and stood and said unto me, brother Saul, receive thy sight and the same hour. I looked up upon him. Saul is the only Saul who became Paul is the only one that could have spoken to the kings and the priests and to the Roman uh, authorities. He's the only one that could have done it. No one else had that access or that power but him. And so he began preaching uh, in the synagogues. Um, but he had, I should say, he began preaching to the Gentiles. He had to leave the synagogues where he was because he was the one that was preaching heresy because of, you know, the Jesus followers. He's like, it's heresy. They're lying. And so he tells God, how am I going to preach there when, you know, my reputation, you know what I did in the synagogue. And God's like, yo, I'm going to send you someplace else. Go ye. And so, when you preach uh, a gospel, when you preach against Christ and then you try and go back in that same place to preach for Christ, ain't nobody going to believe you. They'd be like, is he schizophrenic? Because he was saying this at one moment and now he's saying another thing. What's wrong with him? What's wrong with him? He, it must be something wrong with him. Right? And so often God will move you and have you go someplace else. And have you, and so that people can see you from afar to see that your heart has changed. And then they'll send, God will send somebody else to speak to the people that you used to speak to and tell them wrong. Go with me to Acts 23, verse 1 through 3. <clears throat> now, this is the third Ananias. And Paul earnestly, beholding the council, said, Men, and brethren, I have lived in all good conscience before God until this day. And the high priest Ananias commanded them that stood by him to smite him on the mouth. Now, this is what we got to see. I call because th this is an attitude change. And this is why it makes me think that there's a this is a third Ananias. But I think it's the still I think it's the same Ananias. Why? Because he was already saying, look, God, that's the same one that did X, Y, Z. But how many of y'all know, no matter how holy we are, sometimes when 
the opportunity presents itself for us to get back at a person that hurt a whole community, we take it. You know, it's kind of like one of those you always hear preachers say, well, God, just turn your back for a minute. I just want to go dot him in the eye. No, don't go dot him in the eye. I want to just punch him real quick. No, don't punch him. You can pray for him, though. He took this opportunity. <laughs> they go smite him in the mouth. Bam. Then Paul said unto him, God shall smite thee, thou whited wall. <laughs> he basically said, you ain't got no substance. For sittest thou to judge me after the law and command of me to be smitten contrary to the law. He's like, you're breaking the law. You're breaking God's law. You're breaking the law of the Romans. You're breaking the law. May God smite you. <laughs> A white wall. He's like, <laughs> it's kind of like somebody. It's like the enemy, when the enemy takes on the form of uh, of uh, the body of Christ, he takes on a friendly, goodly image, but is just sin all up in there. And so sin was lying at the door of Ananias. When he was talking to Jesus, even though he was a faithful man, he loved God, he worked for God. He, <laughs> because of his own experiences with Saul and hearings of Saul, all those experiences of Saul was just like laying seeds of sin and, and planting seeds of hate in his heart. Why? Because instead of rebuking that hate and forgiving Saul, he began to hold it and gather it in. And so when God comes to him and tells him to go pray for him, he's like, yo, Saul is praying. He says he sees in the spirit. Now, how is Saul going to see in the spirit? Lest the father gives him that. Jesus says he sees in the spirit. He sees Ananias, one called Ananias. So anybody gave him that, but the father, just like Jesus told his disciples, well, how is it that you know this? Does the father give it to thee? The father gave Saul that information through revelation. Holy ghost. He got it. <laughs> and so, Ananias is he ready to sin? He didn't already said, "Man, I don't, I, 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 I don't like you. I don't like you. I don't like you. Look what you did to my people, man! Just smack him in the mouth." And so he got rebuked by by Paul, who, you know who was Saul. He got rebuked by Paul. <laughs> Glory to God. And so Paul wasn't just talking. Paul was praying at the same time, talking all kinds of junk. When you are with God, you got to stay with God. Just because somebody make you angry, you don't get to say, okay, God will punch him in the neck. Or you don't get to tell somebody else to punch somebody in the neck because you upset because you don't like what they did. Get over it. You'll be all right. Get over it. Because God is going to need you to talk to them. God is going to need you to present the gospel to them. And if you're angry with them, you're going to disobey God. 
if you can't pray for them and you can't see them the way God sees them, you're going to be, you're going to be disobedient. You're going to be like Jonah. You're going to be put in the belly of a whale or whatever the uh, present day version of that is, <laughs> which I pray no, nobody experiences that. We got to stay faithful no matter how hard things are. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, now is the time. Now is the time to say yes to the Lord. Now is the time to give your heart to God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but want to repeat this prayer confession after me lord jesus i ask you to forgive me of all my sins i confess my sins before you this day i give up my past life with satan and close every door to all satan's devices i confess jesus as the lord of my life thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name, Lord Jesus. I believe with my heart I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet. And everyone I know is commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. With the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues. For the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Glory to God. Congratulations. You just got saved on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting, 107.4 FM in the DFW area. What do you do now? Take authority over your life. Speak to any sickness in your body. Just say it. Whatever the name of it is, if you know the name or if you know where it's hurting, I rebuke you pain, I rebuke you sickness, and I receive healing to my, and whatever body part that is, or, or to my whole body. I receive healing to my body. Talk to your bank accounts. Amen. If you ain't got no money in there, talk to them. Um, and uh, take the 10-week foundation course. It's free. I put it up there already. It's on com Under the resource uh, link, just click on resource and I'll bring it right there. Amen, amen, amen. And don't forget to pray every day. Read your Bible, the book of John. And um, the Lord's prayers in the book of Matthew chapter 6. Um, and, um, always forgive. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Forgive every day. I forgive on the regular. 
I don't wait to the end of the day to, to forgive somebody. Just forgive them immediately, whatever trespasses they may have made, and let God move on your behalf. That don't make you weak. It don't make you a punk. Just makes you smart. So because hate and anger will make you give you stress and cause problems with your body. All right. So let it go and believe God. My name is Kathy Brox. This is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGRadio.com. WKKP Digital Broadcast and keep taking authority over your life. For Jesus Christ is Lord over you. You are a new creature. Amen. Amen. God bless you. See you tomorrow.